You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host Neil Pickup, and it is on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. As always, I'm Neil Pickup, show number 40, World Arm Wrestling League this week. And tonight is something of an experiment. I know everybody's mind will be turning to the 600 series. Well, my guests tonight are two guys that I'm pretty sure are going to feature prominently in the new upcoming series of the World Arm Wrestling League this week. Let's get into the thick of it and find out who we got on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Now then, the 600 series is almost upon us, and everybody wonders who's going to be thrown into the fire. Everybody's got their ideas, posting them on social media about who they're going to see in the matches, who's going to be in 601, and who's going to feature in the series going forward. Well, I always think, okay, this is my own personal opinion, that you should pay attention to the guys that are trying their very best to get out there and to get noticed and recognised. And the, my two guests tonight definitely fall very hard into that category. First of all, we have got the rising star of Canadian arm wrestling. Mr. Brendan Lemon is on the line. Brendan, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, strong, healthy, and I'm ready to rip some arms off. How's it going, Neil? I'm all right, buddy. I'm all right. I'm glad to be speaking to you. I know we're going to have a lot of fun. And also on the line right now is the man from Down Under. Yes, it's everybody's favourite, the Ginger Ninja, Ryan Bowen. How are you doing, Blue? I'm well, sir. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Looking forward to it. Lovely, Dar. And I'm going to start with you, Blue, because I know that the question on, on my mind, and probably on the mind of every other listener, is the obvious one. How is Danny Tesh? When was the last time he spoke to him? <laughs> when will we see him next? Oh, mate, Danny Tesh, the enigma that is Danny Tesh, man. He's, um, I, I, even though I live close to him, man, he is, he is elusive. He is a man that keeps his cards very close to his chest, but no doubt those cards are strong as whatever you can imagine. But, yeah, he's a beast always. He's ready, ready to take on Levan, whoever you got for him. <laughs> Well, I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you out there, for the few people out there that you've never, probably never encountered or heard of arm wrestling before, if you haven't heard of Danny Tesh, the world's greatest arm wrestler of all time, regardless of weight, sex, or any other consideration. <laughs> Danny Tesh. Right. Uh, le legit, le legit, though, I haven't gripped, I haven't pulled that man properly in over a year. That's how elusive he is. He won't, he won't touch me unless there's something on the line. So there's got to be money on the line. Yeah, no, yeah. he's had one successful outing in the World Arm Wrestling League. And the last time I saw Danny, I think his shadow could do about 51 arm pull-ups. He's obviously <laughs> been out training since then, so it's going to be a stronger version of the same that we see next time. Yeah, good assumption. <laughs> Get your Danny Test T-shirts. In fact, if you see Blue, he's probably got a line of those going. Anytime. <laughs> and if he hasn't done, he will have done it in about 45 minutes when we finish this call. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just got to work out that vector that he's on, and then I'll be good. 
Exactly. So, guys, I, I'm gonna I am gonna start with with Ryan. Ryan, you you obviously have not been backwards about coming forwards with your aspirations in the sport and within the world yeah. arm wrestling. Who you want to face and so on and so on. And I know that um, a guy that you wanted to arm wrestle very badly was Justin the Bama Bull because you yeah. faced each other before. Uh, in your home turf, when you were relatively new to the sport, you came out on the downside of that. But I know you were very, very keen to to face Justin. I have got my own little set of criteria, and hence why I asked you two to come on the show. I really, really like a match between guys who are on that upward trajectory. And to me, Yourself and Brendan is a really interesting match. And I wanted to start with, is it is it a match that you've personally ever considered yourself? Yeah, mate, um, you, you mentioned Justin, and as, as everyone knows, firstly, um, yeah, Justin is a match that I, I, I someday want. When it, whenever it happens, I, it'll be a match that, I, that, I, that I'm ready for and, and I'm keen on. But as for Brendan... Um, Brendan and I met, uh, well, I really became aware of Brendan about a year and a half ago, and I saw him pull um, against Paul Lynn at a WAL um, regional event and had a war, and that was the first impression I had of him. And since then, I've, I've seen parallels uh, in Brendan's aspirations. Uh, I feel like Brendan's like the Conor McGregor of, of arm wrestling. Um, <laughs> never, never take a backward step. He, he's, he's, he, I think like, people think that I am ambitious. I think Brendan is even more ambitious when it comes to representing his, his self-belief. But, um, as for, as for how I considered a match with, with him, it's, it's been something that I've seen a lot of people float the idea of. I know the French arm wrestling King is like messaging me every third day saying you and BLM. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's, it's been there. And I, and I think, um, stylistically it'd be fascinating too. So it's, it, I've, I've never, I've never chased it, but I've always been in my mind kind of preparing for it. To be. I know why you I, haven't chased I've it. Expected, I know why I've you expected. haven't chased it. <laughs> Oh, if off we go. That escalated quick. <laughs> no, but no, I, I expect I, I've I've expected in the back of my mind our paths to cross. Um, when I met uh, Brendan briefly before bottom eight um, <laughs> last year, uh, I knew that we were gonna we were gonna clash at some point. So if it happens, let's let's do it. Yeah. And so your Brendan, biggest, mis- your biggest you, mistake was gripping up with me. Put it that way. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think that Brendan, um, like what I read into Brendan's style as an arm wrestler is that he's a very instinctive arm wrestler. He's someone who has won a lot of matches when he was the weaker man during his rise. And, and that was, that's a parallel that I had. And I think that's, that's credit to his, his ability as an arm wrestler to win the setup, to be instinctive faster than his opponents. And, um, I don't know who the most instinctive arm wrestler Brennan's ever faced, but I know that I'm crazy instinctive in the setups. And that's that for me has been something too. So I, I think that Brennan will get a surprise if he does grip me in a comp, but that he doesn't get as much as he usually gets from from his opponent. That's 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 for me what I like just something that I know straight away would be relevant. Yeah, but see they don't they don't uh they can set up all they want. It's not the matter of setup it's what i take i can take shit i don't just uh i don't the match don't start unless i have something and you'll you'll see what happens it'll, who do you consider so yourself more like? who, who are so you fast. more like 
you more like Travis or more like Devin in your mind? Um, in myself, I'm like BLM. I'm the only one to ever exist. And the uh, only one that ever will exist. On my own. On the sliding scale. <laughs> on the sliding scale of Travis to Devin, where are you? Um, I think off the start, I have the Travis Bajan start because Devin's not a hitter. I'm very explosive. I can get to my full strength in a matter of a blink of an eye where it'll take somebody like you, say, it'll take you a few seconds to actually get into position, get set, get locked into your defensive strap, drag, which will never happen with me. And, uh, yeah, for me, it's it's off to go. It's right away. I get locked in position. And if I get my shoulder in behind it, it's uh, it's a nightmare for anybody. I'm a hooker's nightmare. Anybody that wants to try and hook with me, it will never happen. You're best off to try and top roll me. That's that's my opinion. But you'll have to try your best. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. So, Bre- Brendan, let's just, let's just for the people, I mean, to be fair, Ryan, how many how many followers are you up on social media now, mate? How many pound for pound? There's got to be what over twenty five thousand or something now for, with you. Lots. Of, you, awesome. YouTube, I'm, YouTube, I'm at thirty thousand. Facebook, I'm at seventy five thousand. That's tremendous. Awesome. So, for a guy that's come from a developing nation in arm wrestling, you've been out there, you've been doing your thing, and you've been getting noticed for doing it. <laughs> Brendan, you've been less so, mate. But what you know, and I want to just get a little bit of a resume for the listeners on who you are, where the hell you came from. Obviously, Krypton, but what you know, what <laughs> you can actually do. That a lot of people uh, won't know as much about you unless they're already very ingrained in the sport of arm wrestling. They've probably gathered from the first sort of five minutes of this call that you're the kid that believes that you could climb the wall of the bar using only your lips, and maybe you can. <laughs> but I wanted to get that little bit of a insight from your own words on on who you are and where you're at and a couple of accomplishments, mate. Give me some of your achievements and accolades. Yeah, so pretty well. When I st- how I got into arm wrestling was through the Burgoynes, and I'm sure you guys all know who Evan Burgoyne is. Bad company, right? I'm sure I know Ryan knows him. But that's uh, the guy that so, like kills like grizzly bears with his bare yes. hands. Yeah, well, he eats them too. But he yeah. was the ori- If you don't know Evan Burgoyne, he was the actual uh, original reason for the Yorkie Bar. They based <laughs> that bar on Evan. They wanted to make a product that shouted "man," and they basically thought, you know, let's make a chocolate bar which embodies Evan Burgoyne. <laughs> Thank you very much. Exactly. So practically, my family's been arm wrestling for since my grandfather. My grandfather was around. He used to be the lightweight champ around, just local. They never took it to the extent that I did, but I come from a family of like Bushmen. They're all they were all lumberjacks. They they, they use their body physically to for strength, and that's where I do. Like I'm a hard working labor, so I'm a pipe layer. I'm always wrenching on stuff. I'm always anything to do with bone and power it's it involves my work so i'm gonna stop you there a second brendan one other thing we have in common i'm all about bone myself and lame pipe ask any woman you meet (laughs) (laughs) that's what i like to hear baby sorry about that (laughs) carry on yeah so i went to my my first tournament and it was uh held by a guy here in canada rick blanchard he sponsored a lot of arm wrestling throughout the years since the 80s and even before my that time i imagine but and then i won that tournament so they trained for three months i went in and i won with just sheer heart and will i beat a canadian champion in three months into the sport ever since then it's just been step up step up step up i was always the underdog but i always came out on top i took a lot of losses throughout those years but it was all i've never lost against somebody twice in a row Anytime I've lost a match, it was always just I was the most experienced, unexperienced, and I was the young lad, right? 
just coming so in full fire, pissing vinegar. You've never lost against anybody more than twice. In, you've never lost a second time if you've lost once. I've not, not that I can remember. Not that I can remember at all. I, I, uh, if I ever take a quick loss, I always come back. I adjust and I always come back. I wake up, right? Everybody Jesus, has I hope those you're listening, days. Blue. You got to pull this kid five yeah. times. Everybody has the, <laughs> has the off days and the off moments, but they sometimes they just get too full, sure of themselves. They get too comfortable. Oh, I've beaten this guy before. They get a little comfortable and they make a slip. Happens with everybody. But I, Luke, Luke, I, I want to interject there as well. That, that I, I agree that that's that's a that's a great principle to to when you're climbing the ladder. But the thing is, when you get to a certain level among other instinctive arm wrestlers, is if people aren't thinking one step ahead, man. Like if if I was to beat you and you were we were saying, let's say we had a match too. Um, any good arm wrestler, in a technical sense, is going to be thinking, "What's Brendan thinking? How's Brendan preparing?" And they're gonna they're gonna be ahead of you as well so that's the thing that i think you're going to experience if you face you me, got one that... you got you got one solid move and it's pretty strong i'm strong from a thousand different areas and a blink yeah. of an eye you think i'm strong somewhere and then all of a sudden i'm going the opposite way bringing you you'll, you'll be coming to me but i think you and i if you and i have a match which i don't know maybe we will I feel like it's going to look like Devin Larratt against Matt Mask. The way Matt flails around and squirms and wishes he could get to that that pin line and get so close and and panics. I think that's what it ultimately end up I like. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you'll be at the pin line. You'll lose your hand so quick you don't even know. I'm telling you, you would lose your hand. You have a good arm. You got a good arm and you have a good wrist when you're in the strap. You need the strap to engage your move. Don't you'll even get your... Ryan started on losing your hand. You could only <laughs> you'll be giving up your hand, and it and it won't be an option. There it you go. Be an option. Like how we slid that in there, Ryan. You will. Yeah, uh... very smooth, very smooth. Just slid on in. Yeah, slid on in. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. I mean, we all we all know WAL. All you have to do is scratch your nose three times, and you get the straps. So exactly. There's, there's no the point in no talking. There's no point in talking about out of straps arm wrestling with the WAL right now. No, like, I that's know. just yeah. You're not, right. All you got to do is stand there, and you'll get it. But. Yeah. So, so we're, we're we're going to straps. Yeah, I, I'll admit that I can pin people in straps that I can't pin out of straps. Um, yeah, but the way she there's not a there's I, I haven't yet. It's it's the only people that have ever pinned me out of straps have been guys like leagues ahead of me in strength. Super heavyweights can do it. Um, I haven't been pinned. Be Oh no! Left is a, is is back in novice land still. That's that's not enough that I care about at all. But but my right hasn't been pinned by someone my weight out of straps. Um, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't. Maybe that's cool. When I was maybe when I was in my first year. Maybe, but yeah, doesn't happen. That's cool. I think I train with a lot stronger people and a lot better people than you do. I uh, you train with a lot of guys either your weight. There's a few guys bigger than you but uh i think another advantage is i actually will i mean i train with the high hookers right there's no denying you've got a good crowd of people being in north america with devon larratt not far away is is obviously something that's been influential but but at the same time i I consider like like one of one of the strengths for me that um that i that i hold closely is the fact that i started so weak and and i started so uh alone that i had to i had to just search harder than than most people have to and i feel like that's that's set me up well to to be prepared and yeah i found it interesting that you said that i've got one move um 
I I don't know. You, you must. I know I invade people's social media, but you must avoid it because I, I've pinned people in presses. I've pinned I people. I said you in got books, one, good in top roles. one pinned, good pinned, move. One good move. I've pinned people in every every single way that there is to pin someone in an arm wrestling in, in in a basic move sense. So I feel I feel as balanced as ever. Well, that's good. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> When you say this one good move, uh, what is it? He'll stop above the pin line in a strap. He'll have his drag and he keeps his rotation just like he did with Evan, just like he did with Guerrero. You know, I don't know. Those those guys got tired. Ryan, he works out hard. He, he trains really hard and he led them out. And uh, good for him. Hats off to Ryan because I know he, how hard he trains and I respect anybody that trains hard. That's, that's what it's all about. The upcoming is the funnest part in our sport. Once you Brilliant. how would you handle the pressure of a of a WAL match against me? Um I feel like that and I ask that because I'm someone I know I know that where I sit in the WAL is I still I still have a lot to prove. A lot of people still don't really yet see me as as solidified within the league. Um it's a, it's a big risk for you to pull me and lose, man. If you lost to me, where to? Like I know you're passionate and you and you'll not stop, but does that make you nervous or what? I won't lose. I won't lose. I just know. I, I know. I, I can just, see it. I can visualize out. it. I already see the match. I won't lose. You just, so you just block block that thought out. I've. It's not possible. And whenever you can believe it, I think you can make it happen. It's not possible to lose to Ryan Blue Bowen. <laughs> Isn't that what your training partner said when when Mike Gould bet 750 bucks on him as well? Yeah, well, that's his own responsibility. I'm not Evan McGoin. I'm BLM. That's one thing you got to understand here. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I beat. All I'm saying is I've beaten way bigger and way stronger than you. That's all. In the strap, without yeah. the strap. And that's how, all I can go off of. I've beaten bigger and stronger than you. And I respect your game. I respect you as a person. But I just think I just think my skill set against your skill set, I think I, I beat you. And I, I, I'll make it happen. I got a lot more tools than you. You, you probably... You probably pump out more reps than I do, but your weights and all that. And you know what? That's good. That works for you. But I kind of have a different style of arm wrestling altogether. I mm. think my strength yeah. is going to come. It's just, it's, it's coming. I'm still a young lad, you know, eh? You know, eh? Like it's, uh, I got a lot of, I got about a good, maybe about 10 years until I reach my, my peak man strength, you know, until I become fully developed, fully potent, my full potential, I guess you can say. So if I'm here yeah. where I'm at right now, like I bet you I'd be the youngest guy in, in the league probably with at least five, six years. Five, five, six years. So, you know, that's even good just to make a statement for guys my age and to show people, you know, it's possible. If you believe in yourself, you can do whatever the hell you want and nobody can tell you you can't do shit. So I'm an example of that. No, People have been telling me that I can't win my whole life. You know, I've been putting up with it ever since I, I joined this sport, guys. I'm just a young lad. Or, oh, you're just fast. Oh, you're just technical. Well, how come I keep smashing these guys? Are they not yeah. strong enough? What's the problem? Ladies and gentlemen, I think you'll agree it's warming up lovely hearts this side. But we've got to take a short break there. Please don't go away anywhere. Get yourself a brew. Do what you do. Sit yourself down and we'll be back in just a few. Speak to you soon. Did you miss us, ladies and gents? We are back. And without further ado, let's get back to the thicker things with BLM and Ryan Blue Bowen. Yeah, Brendan, no, who I, would you say represents sort of your biggest wins to date in the middleweight division, mate? If we look at sort of a 
if you were going to yeah. go out there and you were going to pin your your flag to the moon, saying these are the guys that I've I've cracked, that that people would know. You know, have you got any references that you can draw yeah. upon? Who are so, known World Arm Wrestling League roster pullers are of that that caliber? Yeah, well, so I've only I'm not like a I understand the right it's mainly right arm, obviously, right in the WWL. <laughs> I, I assume you guys are getting some left arm matches, but I haven't really been on this level until about a year and a half, I would say. And thing is, my body weight was I got real sloppy last year. I was heavy, fat, out of shape, the worst shape I could have ever been. And now I'm down to like 215. I was up to 245 last year, so <laughs> that's uh, that was an unhealthy version of me. But so I traveled all over this side of the world anyway i haven't been to the european or overseas yet but i have mm-hmm. been like i went to waf there in costa rica last year i won that tournament there, there was there was numerous high level dudes there like people were shocked that i beat there was a few guys from the states there i won the pennsylvania state championships there was a lot of pretty big names there as well like north american north american level like top 10 guys nobody i i don't think at the world level yet but you know, there was uh, I'm not 100 sure who these guys are, but because I, like I said, I, I'm not American or anything. I just know mainly the Canadian guys. But the guys that I go down there and beat, people were telling me, "Oh, you'd have a hard time placing top three." That I go down and I win, shut them up, go to the next state, tell them, "Oh, you you might lose to this guy. You're gonna have trouble with this guy. Smash him. Go to the next state." So that's how it's been for me. I've always been the underdog in these tournaments, but now I'm third. People are starting to realize that this kid is no—he's no young punk. You know, he's smashing guys left, right, center, no matter where he goes. So I need that shot at that next level just to see where I'm at. There's no way mm-hmm. to rank me right now. That's what I believe. You know, if if a do guy you, doesn't lose, do you, how do you, do you put, ent- put him anywhere? Do you anticipate a loss at any point? Like, do you plan? Do you see that in your future at anywhere? Or you, of course, you everybody has to lose, but I don't. If you don't let it let your mind believe it's going to happen then you're already you're already in the negative mind state if i if you can believe and keep yourself in a positive state if you can believe that it's not possible to lose you're already one step ahead of the guy that's a big part of my game visualization yeah okay yeah i think that you'll 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 get a get to a point and you're on that fast track at the moment you've just described. You've kind of gone through the regionals. You've beaten people that weren't necessarily top 10 in North America yet. Um, I know you've gripped up with plenty of guys that are top 10 and super heavies that are above that standard as well and, and always done well. But I think that I think that you'll, you'll approach a, a, a natural balance point with people and it's going to happen if you get the shot in the WAL whether it's with me whether it's with Paul Lynn whether it's with someone Danny Tesh whatever well sorry let's take that back you wouldn't touch Danny as we all know but of course um, <laughs> but you get a you get a you get to find a balance point where where the maturity will change in the way that you 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 foresee the future and and it's just I, or do, do, you, do you believe you're just genetically just going to steamroll straight through? It all depends. I understand, like, factuality, right? I understand, like, you know, I'm not going to go up to Levon, and uh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to beat him. I know I won't. But whenever something is within reach, 
if I can just cancel out the fact that I'm going to lose this guy, I can just believe it. You know, like I just beat yeah. Canada's, okay. uh, he's not strongest man. The guy was 400 pounds and the guy had like, what, 30 inch arms. I beat him 3-0. People thought he was going to eat me alive because he was so powerful and so strong. The guy curls, uh, two, he was showing me dumbbells that he was curling with, that was the same weight as I am. And I went up to hey, him, about, I smashed him three the, times in a row. What about, what about the pin yourself thing? Are you one of those guys that will do it begrudgingly or will you accept it? Oh, man. I would, no, it doesn't happen. I either win or I, 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 if I take a loss, a lot of the time it's, it's like a quick flash. I, I've never really lost a whole lot of grueling matches. I, I do got good endurance as well. Like I lost yeah. that, that one match to Paul. And um, so ever never, since then, I, I really focused someone like me then like you like i know you train with devon and you, you'd concede to devon but in a comp you put someone who their whole objective is to just squeeze you till you will either bleed yourself dry or pin yourself but that's the thing you, I, you I, my you, top level man i got some good so you tell me so you you what, what you'd bleed yourself dry and or would I you would never, put i'm your telling you right now if you hooked me if we were in a hook match i promise you you, you It'll be it'll be like uh, going through school again. You know, it's like learning your ABCs again. I am like I'm a very good advanced <laughs> hooker. I'm telling you, I'm not a powerful powerful hooker, but I'm very very technical and advanced. I'm a super hard guy to hook, and people think because I don't got yeah, the twenty cool. twenty. I'm not talking about technical awareness. I'm talking about lactic acid threshold. And when lactic acid starts taking over, the technical technical awareness ain't going to help you. It's going to be oh Trust shit. Me. What do I I'm, do? I'm, I'm I'm not so going to drink a single beer until the right day now, we meet. Until the day I'll we meet. You, I'll concede you've got speed over me, but I will never concede that you've got endurance over me. That is and that's that is important. My... That's important. Speed against a guy like you. you. You're a defensive puller, and then once the so guy wears out, you will get on so the like offensive you, side. You've seen the shape of my matches. I often lose the match and go, "Oh, okay, there, there it is. Find the stop, and then and then put the squeeze on and and." And so when that happens, are you telling me you're just yeah. not going to... I promise you, if you let me get into position, you're in a night... It'll be a nightmare for you. you. Nightmare for you. We, we, we need to make this happen. I want, I want, to, I want to make him pin himself. <laughs> <laughs> you've suddenly got... You've got the taste for blood now, have you, mate? It's oh, yeah, okay. I, I got the taste for it in, in recent years. Doing it to his, his Canadian partner in crime, Evan Burgoyne, um, was the first time I really did it on the international level. And um, and it is such a satisfying <laughs> way to you went there. You do realise you've got to come back from the next <laughs> bottom eight event alive, don't you? That guy carries like a hunting knife to breakfast. Well, as you as you know, Evan Evan and wants the wants the rematch. Evan's called for it in bottom eight. I, I it, look if let's let's play the scenario. If uh, if I've managed to if I got the call to face Brendan in in six oh one, um, I could basically wreck Ontario arm wrestling in in one week. Yeah, did you hear that sound then, Brendan? <laughs> Did you hear the sound? Just listen real close. Listen. Yep. For a second. Yep. There it is. That's the sound of the crosshairs moving from Justin Bishop onto your forehead. How does that feel? Oh, shit. You can hear but you, the ginger ninja has just locked onto you. No, no, no. It's, it just, you could hear, like... hear it come, come across, couldn't you? It's like... I know. I'm, I'm, but I mean, I'm sitting here listening to Brendan and. and, and and I, I, I really do respect you, Brendan. I, I, I am the same. I am wildly ambitious to the degree which makes most people uncomfortable. Um, 
but at the same time, I'm I'm pre- I'm prepared, and I expect to have many losses in my 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 journey. And when I hear you say you kind of just don't expect them, and when I hear you say you won't pin yourself, oh, it just sounds too juicy <laughs> to pass up. No, like I said, I understand that people lose, but it's if it's if I have a match where it's it's questionable, you don't. Obviously, if, like I said, if you put me up against the biggest, strongest guy in the world, it's not just going to happen. I'm just not. It won't be. It's not possible. He'll rip my yep. arm off. But if it's within reach, I I can make it happen. I can just make it happen, and I've proved it over and over again. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I think we'd be a good match. Maybe if Double Y'all wants make to it see it, then he's going to see fire. He's going to see fire. <laughs> the table's going to blow. It'll explode. I'm telling you right now, the table will explode. Oh, man. I think so it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Ryan, you've amassed quite a, you've been about, you've traveled about, you've, you've, you've amassed quite a, like who's who of guys that you've locked up with. And, and in some respects got wins against the likes of Dallas Langston, the likes of Mosier. Um, no, I mean, when you look at these kind of names that, that, that he's pulled, do you see those as guys that wouldn't represent, any threat to you at all, Brendan? Do you feel like they'd be pretty easy to overcome? I think I'm right in there with those guys, possibly even a step above them. Like I said, I haven't been down to the southern states yet, but anybody in the northeastern USA, anywhere on the north, like I've I've beaten, I've beaten like Jeff Dave, I've beaten Alice Esther, Frank Hurst, Chris Myers, see, like all these guys that people thought I, I wouldn't even come close to, they just bounce off my arm and I, and I pin them. So any any names I in there, Ryan, that put a tingle down your spine? I have to see where uh, I'm at. I, I haven't pulled any of those guys. Um, I, I mean, I watched Brendan pull Brendan Alessa, and um, and I, I've met Brendan. I've shaken his hand, but I haven't pulled him. Um, he's good. I mean, he's good. He's not. He's not. He's got I'm a lot not, of horsepower. Yeah, I don't want to disrespect anyone, but I don't. I don't know them like I know the guys that that I faced last year, 2019. I I, I didn't lose a super match. I won yeah. what five yeah, or six. Matches. Well, let's be honest. I mean, he, he he put some pretty decent names out there. He's got a reputation for pulling bigger men, and one of the guys he he named there, Jeff Day, presents his own yeah. set of unique challenges. Right? I mean, we're talking about a man here who was. Uh, you know, well, it, was, yeah. it was impossible for him to become a vet, a practicing vet, because yeah, um, they, of being banned for risk to the animals someone, during random medicals. Yeah, someone like Jeff Dave yeah, is kind of, I don't know even know how to anticipate what he would feel like. Obviously, such an enormous hand and and thick fingers and everything. It's just, yeah. it's just People I mean, I've got them. I've got some big Polynesian boys down here that I train with with thick hands, but nothing quite Jeff Dave. No, I mean, you say you can't even imagine what Jeff Dave would feel like. I would imagine there's a few million women out there thinking exactly. (laughs) He's like a tuna can. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) Oh, jeez. You're crazy, dude. And even um, in Canada, there's not... Like, right now in Canada, the rankings... Well, sorry, in Ontario right now, which is the province. It's Devin Laird. Number one overall, and then it's me, number two. And I, that's out of that's out. I'm at two fifteen body weight. There's there's guys like Justin Major. I've I've beaten I've, I've beaten yeah. Ian Carnegie. I beat. I've beaten all these guys. Canada. Yeah, I've beaten all these guys. Right now in Canada, it's probably Devin, Matt Mask, yeah. SB, and myself. But, okay, you I, know, I thought you, I thought I thought for a moment you were skipping Matt and Ryan. 
No, that this is just this is just in my, my, my province. Yeah, mm. but there's still a lot of really high level amateurs in Ontario, and I, I you know, I beat I beat John Milne in the super match three zip three nil. I beat is, this guy here named Bill Cameron. Where's Evan Burgoyne sit? Evan, he's, I think Evan is probably. It's just weird how it works. I beat people that Evan loses to, right? So it's it's a weird weird triangle. But I think he's probably either right behind me or maybe two, possibly two steps behind me on the rankings. But uh, yeah, the, I don't think they necessarily have like a top ten. But that's just where we are, where we all kind of communicate with each other on so the board, Evan, right? Like, Evan Begoyne, would you would you agree Evan Begoyne has better elbow integrity and side pressure than you? Um, possibly. And you have a better. Poss- you have possibly better in round one. Possibly in round one. And round one, I would say, is his best bet. And then after that, he, he'll just slowly... Like, I mean, I'm younger and I got better endurance, I think. But whenever me and Evan go shoulder to shoulder, it's a matter of who gets tired first. And he's got like a, he's got a lot of weight on me as well, right? But uh, it's hard to say because we train together, right? He's still my coach, trainer, right? So I don't really want to talk shit about him. But technically, I, I, I got the upper hand on him right now on the rankings due to wins. Well, he's 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 probably the best man to to give an opinion on you and me, to be honest. But but I remember his his side pressure, which I uh, let let's just I, I'm assuming and I'm pretty certain that he would say that he has better side pressure than you, but you have mm, a better hand. Evan doesn't have much That's side just pressure. What he'd say, but what People I wanted to get to that. Back, he's not really I, side I, pressure. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. What I felt in Evan wasn't side pressure that was scary. It was it was fine. Yeah, he I think I said he he, he's not really a side guy. He's not a side guy. He's a committal hook. So he's getting his shoulder on top of you and he's dragging you down. He's not just yeah, going flat handed and going sideways with you. He's a strap puller as well. But his right, he likes the hook. All of that he that he he's a top hook. Yeah. I yeah. I just I just uh, it'll be interesting. Make it happen, Neil. Do yeah. it. <laughs> Let's do it. I, I wanna I wanna do it. <laughs> you sold it. <laughs> oh well, yeah. We, I mean, obviously, we we haven't actually put, proposed this match to World Arm Wrestling League at this stage, but yeah. uh, I just really like the prospect, gents, and I think uh, it's something that could be very, very entertaining indeed. I They're think that like you guys are on that upward trajectory, and uh, we, look, we, a lot of people have spoken about you know who's the logical next step probably in the middleweight division more than any other you know i know you always get that question anyway in in any combat sport you or who's the next in line and what validates their claim but yeah i think in the middleweight division with rob having sort of cleaned out the division for all intents and purposes there are a number of guys sat below him with loud voices and yeah. i think that matches that um make those decisions and that hierarchy easier are always good. And you guys obviously are very hungry to succeed. You're very hungry to get out there. We, we've heard that a big name has dropped out of the middleweight roster uh, in Craig Touye because of um, serious injury and detaching his bicep and that having various other um, uh, re- repairs done to his arm, pretty significant damage. Um, so... The, the the division starts to open up a little bit, and there's some real credible contenders out there. There's you guys, obviously Paul Lynn, 
is right yep. in the thick of things there. You've got He's big right now too. Yeah, yeah. Paul wow. Paul is um is is a guy that everybody thinks has got massive potential. You've also got sort of forgotten contenders, people like Froda Horgland, Relentless Froda. You've got Nicholas Nanastad, a former hammer holder, um, that was sat dormant last year, you know. Not to mention people closer to home like Michael Celiaris. Um there's a number of guys out there that have that claim. And there's a lot of hungry, up-and-coming talent, new guys. People would like to see some new blood come in there, and I believe that, Brendan, you represent that. Uh, and hopefully we'll see more as well if um, if the opportunity permits. But yeah. it just makes sense for, for me that you two guys would meet at some stage and I agree. decide the pecking order. We're the two. Yeah. I think we're both right there. We both, you know, we we've both proved ourselves that we're we can win matches. That's the biggest thing, and, and and make it entertaining. It's not just going out, taking our arms, put them to the pin line. You know, it, to me, it's life or death. It's it's. I, this is what I love to do. It's not just a sport. Some people look at it. Oh, I'm gonna go run arm wrestling tournament, have fun, hang out with the guys. No, for me, it's I go there and I I go there to win and and prove myself, make a legend out of myself. That's that's my plan. Is I want to be people, somebody that people look up to eventually. Because I look up to the people now, and it's funny how as the years are going on, the people I look up to they're becoming my enemies, and it was. But that's a good sign for me. <laughs> I like that beating the guys that I look up to, or even getting a chance to face them. I, I, I to me that's a, that's a huge, great. I look great upon that. So, fellas, I'm gonna. We were running out of time on this episode and uh, we might even keep you guys on um, and I'll call you in the week for another little bit of insight and we'll get some other lads from the middleweight division on here. But just to close things out, firstly, Brendan, if a match came off between yourself and Ryan Bowen, how do you win that match? Give me an indicative scoreline and how that goes down. It would be 3-0 just because... Uh, he can laugh all he wants. I know how he. I'm like, I'm very, very smart when it comes to arm wrestling. I know what he's gonna do. I know how he trains, and it's just different. It's a different style of arm wrestling. He's he's very, very good at what he does, but I'm very, very unpredictable off off the hop. I might show you something, but I might not be doing that. You know, and I think it makes for a match. His skill set against mine. Let's put him up. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I like Ryan. We're good buddies, but on the table, it's not gonna be that. There's going to be a lot of fire. Ryan, coming over to you, mate. Same question. If you were to face young Mr. Lemon, how does it go down, mate? What's uh, an indicative scoreline, and how do you overcome somebody with this much confidence and this much momentum? And I, I, I actually think that the the confidence and momentum that Brendan carries is going to – he's going to feel so much weight of pressure, um, first and foremost. I think that – I think that – being up there in lights and knowing that this is an opportunity is going to be a huge weight for him to carry. And he's, he's, he doesn't make it easy for himself in that respect. So I think that the pressure is going to be hard for him to, to, to deal with. And I think that it's going to, it's going to look like Devin Larratt v Matt Musk in its style. I, I, I respect his speed. I respect his instincts off the, off the go and his ability to change his direction from the beginning and adjust on the go. So I, I think that, I think that it's going to look like my arm's going to move into the defensive position. It's going to catch him. He's going to thrash. And whether the score, like, I, I typically lose first rounds. But in this one, like, it, it, I, I see it as a 3-1, uh, worst case, worst case. Oof. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very confused little man. (laughs) Oh, you did not tuck him in with that comment, son. (laughs) (laughs) You little man, he just called you. What what did he say? I missed it. He said you're confused. You are a confused little man. I need to get some of these sound bites because the, look, the confused look on your face, Brendan, when you pin yourself is going to be amazing. I'm telling you right now, you let me get into the position and the, no, you try and catch me is the worst possible mistake anybody can do. People try and catch me, horrible mistake. I'm in and out so quick, you know, you watch. Let's make it happen. We'll Wait. see. Just watch. Uh, my wrist is it's uh, need, way too get, just just please get Matt Mask in your corner because you're gonna need you're gonna need to be consoled by Matt after you have to pin yourself. We'll see. He knows oh, what it's like. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, it's warming up here as you can see. <laughs> We're gonna have to wrap up this show, but fellas, we'll get you back on again very soon. Thank you're you. Use, you're gonna lose to a young man. You're gonna go home and tell your wife you lost to a little boy. <laughs> you said it you said it little boy you said it not me <laughs> ladies and gentlemen unfortunately we do have to call time on the show right there what an episode absolutely love that and a massive thanks to my guests on this week's show Ryan the ginger ninja Blue Bowen and the amazingly confident Mr. Brendan Lemon Fantastic stuff, guys. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And thanks to all of you for tuning in, checking us out and listening to this episode of the World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickle. We hope you'll take the time to tune in again same time next time. And until then, take it easy, peeps. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and wagering week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network. Network's Wagering Week, help your bottom line.